Hello and welcome to We the People. People around the world are anxious to travel again as pandemic restrictions lift. But those planning to jump on a plane for a vacation or for other requirements have been frustrated and made nervous by the seeming chaos that we seem to be seeing in the airline industry. Every day we wake up to worrying headlines about flight safety issues, bird hits or smoke in cabins, lost luggage, delayed, cancelled flights. In fact, just today there's been news that a sizable number of Indigo aircraft maintenance technicians called in sick this weekend in Hyderabad and Delhi to protest against their low salaries. And the question now is... Uh, we're asking on behalf of uh, flyers, on behalf of our viewers, will it get worse before it gets better? What's next for the aviation industry in India? We'll have uh, on the show joining us on We The People tonight, uh, Prashant Pithi, co-founder of Ease My Trip. Uh, Parvez Damania, founder of Damania Airways, former director of Kingfisher Airlines, an aviation expert, uh, uh, regularly on uh, NDTV to talk about aviation issues. Shruti Porval, team lead of Kappa. Uh, Kappa is a leading aviation consulting, research, analyticals and transaction advisory uh, practice. We have Vinamra Longani, Head of Operations at Sarin and Co. Um, he's a passionate aviation geek. Uh, it is a law firm, Sarin and Co., the only law firm actually in India to provide complete aviation law services to banks, aircraft, leasers, financial institutions, international airlines and governments. And we have Captain uh, Amit Singh, founder of the Safety Matters Foundation, uh, another air safety expert. But we have uh, our audience today. And they've been sending us a lot of questions. They have some concerns. Let's try and bring up uh, Mahima and Deepa, I'm told, have a question. Uh, Mahima and Deepa, go ahead. Deepa, uh, let's start with you. Unmute and go ahead with your concern. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, my question is, uh, are airlines compromising on passenger uh, comfort and cutting after the pandemic? Bring in Deepa also. Uh, Mahima? Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, my question is that I remember when for the first time I flew by airplane, I went by Air India and came back by SpiceJet. But now I think that I'll be able, I, I'm not be, I'm not sure that I'll be able to trust SpiceJet again. So as a consumer, I would like to ask, what are the safety standards of standards of the airplanes that airlines have hmm. and why did this happen with SpiceJet? Because it is the most economical flight in the country and it has been preferred airlines for a middle-class group of the country. Uh, thanks so much, Mahima. I think you speak for a lot of... Uh, that's You've kind of reflected the concerns that we've been getting as we uh, told our viewers that we're going to do this show. Um, Captain Amit saying perhaps you should take this question. You know, the frequency of safety incidents that we've seen at SpiceJet, right? They're clearly a cause of concern, as you can hear from our viewers. Is this airline-specific or is this industry specific is this a cause for concern for the average flyer because i think we've seen what three such incidents in in the past month or uh, thank you very much it is both an industry specific and uh, in this particular case specific to spice jet uh, safety matters foundation conducted the first aviation safety culture survey in 2020 and the topmost uh, item which was there was the lack of trust between uh, the regulator and the stakeholder. So stakeholder could be uh, the airline or uh, the crew, the engineers, uh, you can say the technicians. 
So all these people are the stakeholders. And nowadays, uh, the biggest stakeholder is the passenger. So hmm. when passengers start, start mistrusting uh, if the regulator is doing the job or the operator is doing the job Correct. to entrust safety, then it becomes a big issue. Uh, I come from a very simple uh, uh, philosophy, which is enshrined in the BGCA documents, which says uh, it talks about public trust doctrine, which means that the powers are held by the people and they're entrusted to the DGCA for good governance, mm. in good faith. Mm. Now, this trust has broken when people stop trusting whether DGCA is doing the job properly or not. Because wow. in 2019, when there were a spate of uh, runway excursions, uh, if you remember during monsoon, uh, there was a special audit conducted. I don't know why the normal audits failed, but special audit was conducted. Mm. And the post holder of safety for Spice Chip was removed for compromising with the uh, issues relating to safety. Hmm. Uh, now again, in uh, after the Durgapur accident, if you remember the turbulence in which the aircraft flew into turbulence, uh, the head of safety has been uh, shifted to the CEO's office. Yeah, uh, which means DGCA has withdrawn the approval, or DGCA has lost faith in the person appointed. So why do these things keep cropping up every two to three years? Either the regulator does not have adequate oversight over the airline. Hmm. And the airline is doing uh, or cutting corners in terms of safety. The area which was highlighted by DGCA themselves in 2019 was that uh, safety management system under which uh, comes uh, the threat uh, error management, yeah. uh, which means the entire gamut of safety. That is found to be deficient and the implementation is not proper. That is Very a worrying. big scathing remark in 2019. But still... Uh, there was a lack of oversight to ensure that uh, these deficiencies are pulled up. And uh, we see again in uh, 2022, uh, the same things happening. Hmm. And uh, even so with other airlines, which means overall the industry safety standards are not up to the mark. Very, uh, very worrying. Parvez Damania, would you um, uh, agree? Because, you know, as uh, uh, Mahima pointed out, SpiceJet... Uh, is like the third largest airline in the country. It has about 13% of the market share in the aviation sector in terms of passengers carried. And a lot of the passengers who are middle class, we want to fly on Spicer because it has attractive uh, fares for us. So, it's, And it's not just safety. We're also seeing high flight cancellations by SpiceJet. I think this month it came second in terms of flight cancellations, according to the DGCA. Uh, what's going on? Why is all of this happening right now? Is it a phase? Mm -hmm. I think SpiceJet is in a bit of financial trouble. Like if you look at the net loss is 1,259 crore in the last nine months, ending December 31st, 2021. So what is worrying is because of the losses and because of the financial crunch, cutting costs in the area of engineering is a very, very high risky proposition. Hmm. Already DGC has served them a show cause notice. Already, the Honorable Civil Aviation Minister tweeted that we will not tolerate uh, cost cutting or, uh, you know, any uh, compromise on safety measures. So, uh, DGCA, I'm sure, is regulating. But the number of incidents happening in the case of SpiceJet are too, too many. If you remember right, some time ago, 737 MAX uh, were grounded. That caused difficulties for Spice. Then DGCA grounded 90 of the pilots of SpiceJet. That must have added to their woes. 
and the rising fuel cost and the rising dollar that is adding up to a lot of burden on the company hmm. i think the company should have been well capitalized before they thought of expanding because i remember if i'm not mistaken price hmm. jet took a huge number of aircraft when jet air closed down so i think people went into a huge spate of expansion hmm. without having enough capital I think the DGC should also govern that airlines do have adequate funds and are properly capitalized, mm. hold enough inventory and spare parts and mm. stocks. Because right now, the vendors are not supplying spare parts to SpiceJet. Again, that is again causing risk. You know, compromising on the safety yeah, standard. Yeah. But SpiceJet again, let me ask you. Sorry, you were saying something. No, uh, again, uh, I think the uh, the. viewer the flyers the customers concern is is this does this go beyond spicejet right shruti porwal because let me ask you yes we've had the pandemic huge setback to this industry which already has challenges but now there are a new set of challenges on the horizon whether it's rising oil prices or uh, you know in your uh, world that would be aviation fuel prices there's a ukraine russia conflict the depreciating rupee all of this would hold for all airlines across the board right Absolutely. would send your operations to all airlines it affects all airlines okay. but unfortunately spicejet is a much larger trouble i think maybe the engineering management is not good enough okay. you see airline has to have an internal let me let me put that across to shruti thanks mr dimani uh thanks sara so maybe i'll just start by saying that uh, though the number of incidents that have happened recently have been disproportionately towards uh spicejet it is not just this airline that has been facing financial trouble uh the industry uh, lost uh, close to 7 billion dollars over the last uh, two financial years and uh, uh, like uh, mr uh, like my colleague uh, panelist was uh, mentioning uh spicejet definitely has uh, more financial trouble compared to some of the other airlines but the, it is the industry that is facing a recapitalization challenge yeah and uh, we and and it's the uh, and these issues will continue to happen uh, if the industry is not recapitalized and uh, uh, and the uh, maintenance challenges uh, because because of cost cuttings that uh, you know that the airlines are doing uh, these challenges may continue however right. with respect to dgca another thing is that uh, dgca dgca does take safety uh, very very seriously and which is why this show cause notice is uh, Uh, it has been issued to spicejet and will uh, be uh, will be should be taken and once you know spicejet provides the data we should see uh, that dgca will maintain proper safety uh, and security for the passengers hmm. uh, one of the things that can be done uh, to you know uh, bring back confidence uh, to the could be uh, that uh, you know the results that are or the actions that are taken by the airline yeah. uh, should be shared in a transparent manner Uh, bring back some confidence bring back some confidence vinarma longani um, the fuel fuel prices make up what 40 45% of the total operational costs for players in the industry i think must be at least a 30% increase from a year ago because of the changes how does one as shruti points out do this recapitalizing um, and legally how much of a challenge is it because i'm not sure how it works with planes uh, airlines sign up they anticipate price being a certain level that's where you you know sell your tickets make your bookings how many flights which sectors and then things the rug is pulled out from under you so how easy is it to, to recapitalize 
Okay. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, Sarah. Just before I get into my analysis of how airlines can be uh, recapitalized, I would just like to, you know, just give our viewers a view of how the industry is regulated. You see, the aviation industry is one of the most regulated industries in the world. There is the International Civil Aviation Organization, which is basically a specialized agency of the United Nations that lays down international standards for civil aviation, which are then subsequently incorporated by regulators globally, which includes the Directorate General of Civil Aviation, which is our civil aviation regulator in India. Now, the DGCA then requires our airlines uh, to follow these plethora of rules and regulations uh, to make sure that, you know, the operation is safe. So you see, these standards are international standards and all countries really uh, adhere to it. Now, uh, to come back to your question of recapitalization, you see, at the end of the day, there, there are there are a couple of ways that you can sort of recapitalize an airline. One is, you know, if the promoters of the airline bring fresh equity in. The second one being that, you know, you go to the stock market, which really isn't an option in today's day and age, given given the economic climate that we're in. Uh, and, and the third one is you go to banks and financial institutions. Well, banks and financial institutions have really... Uh, well, there have been incidents in the past where they've lost money with airlines which haven't really made it post-recapitalization. So you see, the choices are really that the promoters come into the picture. And you see, this this is really ill-timed for, uh, for, for, for any airline that's struggling now, more so because we're entering... The quiet quarter, there are two quiet quarters in the year and where we've just entered into, uh, well, quarter quarter two, which is a quiet quarter when no one really travels. So, you know, add to that high airfares, high operating costs. And, you know, you, you have a situation where airlines are now, they don't have a lot of money coming in through the door. And, you know, you've got, yes, we've got a couple of airlines who are on cash and carry. Now, that means they've got to pay stakeholders like airports uh, on a daily basis for the services that they use. So, so yes, the issues, I completely agree that uh, our airlines need recapitalization. But just to go back to my first point, you see, uh, it's just... In this industry, safety is paramount. And yes. in my opinion, there are enough checks and balances in place. Okay. And, and that and, and it goes back to the show cause notice, which has been issued to a particular airline. So yeah. you see, not as if nothing is being done. Uh, in my opinion, uh, we, we've got to trust the regulator, the regulations, and, you know, and, and sort of like wait to see what happens in that regard. All right. There are enough uh, checks and balances in place. We are so glad to hear that on the show. The question now is, is that what the public believes? Is that the narrative in their head? Let's bring in Prashant Pithi, co-founder of Ease My Trip. Ease My Trip, of course, is the second largest travel uh, portal in India. Great to have you on, Prashant. Um, people are itching to travel. We've had this long, horrible lockdown Yet at the same time, as uh, you know, Varamra just said, the timing could not have been worse for all of these incidents related to aircraft safety to be coming up in the headlines every day in the morning. You hear about smoke in the aircraft while you're flying. It's really scary. Do you think that uh, this has put people off uh, travel? Is this a deal breaker? Uh, well, firstly, Sarah, thank you for having me on the show. See, I believe that a uh, few incidences which have happened lately are more of anomalies in statistics. 
And as uh, the panelists before were mentioning, that there are enough checks and balances put in place to ensure that nothing goes uh, terribly wrong, at least intentionally, huh. on this side. So I believe that I would want to echo this thought process that whether it's our company or any other company or an airline, you know, everybody wants to provide unparalleled services and ensuring the safety of the passengers. Yeah. Like no yeah. company would deliberately or intentionally want to displease or make consumers hang- angry. Hmm. So hmm. I believe that uh, you know we should we should let uh, we should let uh, the airlines uh, explain to the DGCA for whatever anomalies hmm. have happened. But okay. uh, more than so, I believe that uh, there there are enough checks and balances put in the system. So apart from optimizing safety, given the conditions that we're facing right now, what? can or what do airlines need to do uh, under these uh, circumstances like are there any consumer friendly options given that there's so many flights being cancelled flights being delayed do we need to see more flexible booking you know uh, these change fees relaxed cancellation policies what can airlines do to increase consumer confidence in uh, flying again because that's also something that the airlines need right now i know you believe in revenge tourism and all but isn't revenge tourism really a means is it of you know the the upper middle class and above see uh, you know of course during the this is the recovery time right uh, everybody in tourism industry has faced the brunt for the last 2 years so trust me when i say that nobody in this industry wants things to go haywire at this time because this is the time to you know as they say make the haven its sunshine right so this is the time when we would want consumers to travel and bring back the industry to the place where it was uh, there are certain uh, services which airlines are supposed to provide if yeah. there are delays for example if the delay is anywhere between 2 to 5 hours then the airlines must offer passengers free of charge meals and refreshments during the delay time if the delay is for 6 hours or more then passengers have right to ask for full refund or even an alternate flight and if the delay is for more than 24 hours there are certain other rules i'm just simplifying it for the uh, for the viewers right now but if the delay is for more than 24 hours then airlines are supposed to even include accommodation all this if the delay is happening because of the airlines not because of any force majeure clause like you know terrorism or because of government rules uh these are certain uh, services which are supposed to be provided by the airlines in cases of delay and cancellation uh in our organization seeing the pandemic we also started something wherein if you're booking any domestic air tickets on eSmart trip and if you have to cancel it because of any medical reasons all you have to do is upload doctor's prescription and you will get your full money back at eSmart trip okay. we started the service uh at the you know at the end of second pandemic and we are continuing with the services so adjusting to the conditions adjusting to the fact that we are in a pandemic all right let's get in two more of our viewers i i think there are two more people who want to talk uh, sumanta and pratham so pratham uh, sumanta go ahead with your uh, comment question you need to unmute sumanta Uh, yes hello go ahead 
Yes, my question is that we are talking about the capitalism and the market share, but what about the aviation law and policy? Because uh, India is entering into the industrial 4.0 and society 5.0. So if 5.0, aviation industry need to change an enforcement law for peoples, for the peoples, because whenever the flight getting delayed, whenever the re- refreshment are given to the passengers or the recom- accommodation will be provided, we cannot settle the time. Because I faced this thing uh, yesterday, tomorrow, I had an Indigo flight and it is four hours more than delayed. And I reached at home at uh, three o'clock at night because uh, at the three o'clock at night, there is no cab facilities will be there. There yeah. are lots of transport yeah. travelers there. I think it is a major issue. We need to find out the proper implementation of aviation law and policy. Got it. Moreover, okay. I Let also me... include one thing. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, I, you know, I think that's a great point you're raising over there. I don't know who I can go to this question with. Let's bring in Sumanta. But I think what I want to ask next, perhaps Varvez Namanya, is there such a thing as a, I don't, you know, bill of rights for customers? For consumers. No, no, hold on, hold on, Pervez. Let's just listen in quickly to Samantha. We can free up the line to come to you. Sorry, Pratham. Go ahead, Pratham. Speak on. Thank you. Uh, ma'am, there's a simple question that I'm asking that Boeing 737 has a very bad track record right now. We have seen many crashes of Boeing 737 MAX. Then why the most of the fleet of the spice jet is of just Boeing 737s? Why they are not uh, diversifying fleets with more of the economic planes like A320s or A319s? Why is this happening? Okay. Captain Amit Singh, I'll come to you. But first, Parvez Damania, if you can uh, help. Is there such a thing as, you know, a Bill of Rights uh, no. for a consumer? No, no. A yeah, the, laws, the laws are very clear right now. The DGCA has become very consumer friendly and the rules and regulations as somebody before me told me said that for so many hours this compensation, so many hours this compensation and I think with the ticket, the rules and the consumer rights should be printed and given. I think we as consumers are not very active in this area Hmm. and yes, the consumer rights are very well protected and the other gentleman asked a very interesting question that why are they using 737 and why not go to Airbus 320? Hmm. Once an airline has accepted a Boeing or Airbus aircraft, it is very, very bad. See, first of all, these aircrafts are very technologically advanced. Hmm. They are extremely safe. The Boeing and Airbus are the only two companies running the entire world market. So for an airline to decide to change a fleet from 737 2320 is not possible or yeah. an Airbus to 737 is not possible. People have been flying Airbuses or uh, Boeings all over the world. They're successfully flying. Even right now, the new company coming in Akasa Air has opted for Boeing. Nothing wrong with these aircraft. These aircrafts are very technologically advanced and very, very safe. Hmm. It is just that how the utilization is done, how the maintenance is done. See, again, you've got to remember that the the fleet used by SpiceJet is very, very old. Hmm. Some of those aircrafts are really very old. Maybe they need to modernize the fleet, upgrade the fleet. That is also not happening. People won't modernize the fleet because they don't have enough money to capitalize. And somebody said the promoters should bring in the capital. Maybe the promoters are not strong enough or do not have that much capital to infuse new equity in the company. Now that becomes a problem. The promoters don't have company. You can't go to the stock market 
and the banks are burnt their fingers very badly with Jeter and Kingfisher. Mm. Now, where will the money come from? That is a very serious problem. And if the money doesn't come up, will the airlines be able to shape up, polish up the engineering act, make Easier it safe for the airlines? These Pratham, are questions that internally airlines have to think. Have to think about. Pratham, I hope that, uh, you know, a civil aviation expert has managed to help answer that question and put you at ease about the safety of those Boeing 737s. Uh, lastly, uh, Captain Amit Singh, where, this is the last question. I want to wind up, give you the closing uh, word here. What advice would you give air travelers over the next few months? You know, we normally you used to think about just passport and boarding pass and, you know, perhaps sunglasses, sensible hat. But, you know, now you go to the airport, you don't know how long it's going to take, whether you'll have a queue, whether you really need camping equipment. What advice would you give to anyone going to travel? Well, uh, for the passengers, from their perspective, they have to choose the airline. For example, Japan Airlines, as a matter of uh, policy, on their website, they list all the incidents which have taken place with the airline. So that is an uh, uh, open culture wow. wherein they do not try to hide anything. Wherein in our uh, culture, the prevailing culture, which is kind of a pathological culture, which is the lowest uh, uh, in the pyramid, wherein uh, we will not reveal anything unless we are caught. So that sort of a thing. So it is, like I said, uh, the public trust doctrine, people must ask the question that this is our power. And what are you doing about safety? First, asking questions. And then demanding answers. Correct. So, as I said before, 2019, when Corona or COVID did not hit, nor was there a financial crunch, hmm. why was there a spate of uh, incidents and accidents? And the same thing has repeated in 2022. So, you cannot just blame it on uh, the financial crunch. It is the culture of the airline, the organizational culture, how they deal with it, and the national culture. Thank so you. it is the right of the pers- uh, the traveling public to demand these things and they should continue to demand so. Thank you, Captain Amit Singh, for uh, raising these questions and, you know, constantly uh, being at it. And thank you to all of our panelists for joining us on this show tonight. Uh, as we all uh, aim for a better flying experience, let's just remember that airline staff are also experiencing stressful moments during their day. They're also short-staffed. They're overworked, as many of us are in our uh, own industry. So perhaps a smile, a thank you, uh, basically a caring attitude both towards the staff and also to fellow travelers. And then we can all help make the travel experience better. Thank you for joining us on We The People.